T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. The president of Harvard has resigned. We have the story. I'm Rodney Price. The Wichita City Council approves new downtown parking plan. That story is coming up. Israeli forces say they have killed a high-ranking Hamas leader. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. You may want to allow a little extra time on the drive to work with some patchy, dense fog developing across Wichita and south-central Kansas. The rest of the day looks pretty good and typical for January. Our complete forecast is on the way. The vote was 5-2 to two as the Wichita City Council approved the city's updated downtown parking plan. New parking meters will allow users to pay by using coins or bills, a credit or debit card, or a smartphone app. Independent contractors will manage the system. Councilmember Brandon Johnson said the plan will need to be flexible and the city would need to communicate those changes with the public. I think as long as we work on that balance to make sure there's options for coins and apps, uh, we're good. Like Councilmember Fry said, a lot of communication for sure. The city will roll out the modernized plan during 2024 at a cost of $648,000. After that, it will cost the city $1.3 million a year to operate, but the city will earn $2.7 million in revenue. Parking fines will increase from $10 to $35 under the new plan. Rodney Price, KNSS News. After threats to withdraw funding, plagiarism accusations, and a complicated congressional hearing on anti-Semitism, the president of Harvard has followed the lead of the president of the University of Pennsylvania and resigned. Claudine Gay's resignation letter came after new accusations of plagiarism were leveled against her. Gay had defended herself from the prior accusations, and so at Harvard. But they surfaced after New York Republican Congressman Elise Stefanik asked Gay during a congressional hearing if calling for genocide against Jews constituted bullying or harassment. Gay said it depended on the context. Tuesday, Stefanik told Fox's America Reports. The fact that the Harvard Corporation we now know knew about that before the congressional hearing and tried to cover it up and threaten media outlets to sue them is a disgrace. Gay called it distressing to have doubt cast on her commitment to confronting hate and upholding scholarly rigor and frightening to receive threats fueled by racial animus. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Israeli forces have launched a drone strike targeting a Hamas leader as fighting in the region intensifies. Fox's Trey Yinks reports from Tel Aviv. 
The strikes target Hamas Deputy Chairman Salah Al-Aruri. A key Hamas political figure, Al-Aruri, met this October with Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah. He was also considered one of Hamas's main links to Iran. Reports indicate Israel is bracing for retaliation from the Lebanese militant group Hezbollah or Palestinian factions that could include long-range fire toward Israeli cities. The uncertainty along Israel's northern front comes as the IDF continues to push forward with operations in southern Gaza, going after new Hamas hideouts and infrastructure. A Palestinian source in Gaza indicated to Fox News that airstrikes have been less intense over the past 24 hours, but that humanitarian needs remain. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is vowing that Israel will not stop until Hamas is defeated and those behind those being held hostage are released. A man from Goddard sentenced to life in prison for the murder of his mother just over two years ago. 44-year-old Kyle Romney received the life sentence Tuesday with parole eligibility after 54 years. The murder took place in October of 21, and Romney was convicted of first-degree murder this past November in the death of 67-year-old Denise Breit. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will adopt a legislative platform for the coming Kansas legislative session. Commission Chair Pete Meitzner shared some of the important issues with KNSS News. Supporting uh, workforce, for sure, uh, and attracting and retaining talent is, is a big one for us. And, uh, and continued support to, to finish up the uh, BIOS, the, uh, the KUWSU uh, Med Center that's going to be downtown. Meitzner commented during his weekly appearance on the Steve and Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. College men's basketball last night, home game for the K-State men, and we'll have highlights here from Coach Tang coming up in sports. Two people were killed after a robbery suspect drove the wrong way down a Kansas City interstate. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 8.08, 8 minutes past 8 o'clock. Two people were killed after a robbery suspect drove the wrong way down a Kansas City interstate. This happened Tuesday morning when a man robbed a gas station. Police say he ran into at least three vehicles and fired shots at two of them. Food and Fuel Expresso General Manager Benjamin Walker described what happened. He was very quick and precise. I mean, I, I can't speak of anything else on that. He came in. He demanded money. He uh, waved a gun around. Uh, he fired one shot off in the store. Luckily, my team member wasn't injured at all. Suspect led police on a chase driving the wrong way on I-435 before crashing into a car. Police say two people are dead but have not said if the suspect is one of them. A Japan aircraft carrying hundreds of passengers burst into flames after colliding with a Coast Guard aircraft. Fox's Anita Vogel with the latest. The Japan Airlines flight lands at Tokyo's Haneda Airport and collides with a small Coast Guard plane, igniting this massive fire. There were 379 people on board the Airbus A350, a double-aisle passenger plane often used on long-haul international routes. Cell phone video shows the cabin filling up with smoke, which one passenger said, quote, stung like hell. It took the Airbus crew 20 minutes to get everyone out the emergency slides, and the fire eventually caused the plane to completely collapse. On the plane that was hit, the Coast Guard plane, the pilot was able to escape, but five remaining crew members died. Gun rights groups have filed a federal lawsuit 
challenging Colorado's ban on so-called ghost guns. In a federal lawsuit, the Rocky Mountain Gun Owners and the National Association for Gun Rights allege Colorado's ban on ghost guns infringes on Second Amendment rights. Often 3D printed or assembled at home, ghost guns are firearms with no serial numbers, making them harder to trace and easier to evade background checks. The law, which took effect this week, bars anyone except for licensed firearm manufacturers from creating gun frames and receivers which house internal components and prohibits the transport and possession of frames and receivers with no serial numbers. According to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, ghost guns used in crimes jumped by 1,000 percent from 2017 to 2021. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Sedgwick County has released information from that non-emergency call line that was set up for four hours on New Year's Eve into New Year's Day. There's a total of 69 calls between 11.55 p.m. and 12.10 a.m. during a 15-minute period, as Wichita was ringing in the new year. That number is down from 85 calls they got on that line last January. KNSS News Time now, 8.11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. A stalled-out vehicle now. This is uh, affecting westbound K96, pretty close to Woodlawn. You'll want to watch out there, but I think the bigger problem that we're having right now is especially... Southbound on I-135 starts right up there at the North Junction, uh, just past where it uh, joins with K-254 and heads down towards K-96. Some really, really heavy traffic going through there right now. In fact, it's backed all the way back up on the northbound I-235 at this time as well. Traffic just moving very slowly through that North Junction. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is... Brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now with two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have some dense freezing fog across south-central Kansas here this morning. That's expected to finally move out around noontime in a clearing sky with a high 42. More dense fog develops again after midnight, Cello 27. Tomorrow's high 42 with a decent chance of snow arriving late Thursday night into Friday. I'm KMSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now clear sky instead with some fog in the area, 23 degrees. And we have a northwest wind at 6 miles per hour. You know what makes a great gift any time of the year? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS on this Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. And uh, let's see, was on this date. Uh, I've got it right in front of me here. No, I don't have it anymore. Okay. Oh, always Alaska became the 49th state. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Seward's Folly, they called it. When when did he? When did Seward pay seven million for that? Right after the after Civil, the Civil War. After the Civil War, yeah. turned out to be a pretty good place. I mean, got some oil up there, it's full of oil and gold and moose. all sorts of things. <laughs> Property. Property. You bet. Yeah. Stephen Ted here on KNSS and uh, with us this morning, Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz. We have a new year, and the same issues. Congress. Uh, again, is looking at a shutdown or a possible shutdown coming up. Ryan's with us this morning. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, good morning, Steve. So, it's, what are what are the issues then that are that are that are keeping us from getting a real quick decision on this thing? 
Yeah, so this one's gonna, it looks a little bit different than some of the other government shutdown battles we've had in the past. So what's different this time is that you have these two different deadlines. One's for January 19th, the other's in February, and you have parts of the government that are going to be up on January 19th. So that includes Department of Transportation, uh, Department of uh, Housing and Urban Development. You've got the Energy Department, of uh, Veterans Affairs, and, and military construction attached to this one. So they're going to be funded through what's called appropriations bills. So they're individual spending bills that fund different agencies in the government. Uh, they would need to pass, I believe, four of them for this round. So you have uh, three that have already passed the House and the Senate, and then they still need to pass one more each. And when they pass them, then they have to negotiate them and then send them back to their respective chambers and then try to pass them again. Mm, okay. In other words, yeah. it's kind of like watching somebody make sausage then, right? Well, in many ways, yes. I mean, this is your, we're, we're making government funding, though, and that's a, complicated, right? Right, right. It, absolutely. And, you know, but are we looking at another round of people uh, digging in their heels and, and on the issues uh, uh, with no are we are we going to have a great big uh, compromise this time around? We'll have to wait and see. I think right now they're they're trying to negotiate what the top line spending numbers are going to be. You know, there was a debt ceiling agreement called the Fiscal Responsibility Act that set spending caps uh, a while back, back when Speaker McCarthy was in office. So they they're trying to figure out what those specific spending caps are. You know, how much they can actually cut here, and I think those are going to be some of the big arguments that are going to go on. All right. Well, listen, uh, we and again, the uh, shutdown is possible or within a few days or not. Oh, it's definitely possible. Okay. Yeah, no, they, 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 you know, House Republicans have struggled to pass, you know, all of their appropriations bills. One of these bills that's in here is the Transportation, Housing and Urban Deve- Development Bill. That bill ran into a number of issues last time they brought it to the House floor, which was you had uh a group of moderate New York Republicans who didn't like the cuts that were made in there to certain transportation programs that were in the New York area. And then you also had a group of conservatives who nuked the bill over some of the issues they had with how Speaker Johnson handled the continuing resolution and and getting us to this point. So if Republicans can't get on the same page with this, they're going to run into a number of issues in terms of trying to pass something that they can claim as a conservative victory and also to give them leverage when they get to the Senate. Okay, very good. Hey, Brian, thank you for being with us this morning. We appreciate it. Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz with a pretty good explanation about what's going on there. Looks like some uh, within the party, some folks not being able to come to a uh, conclusion. We've seen that before. Yeah, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And I wonder what ever happened to Kim Davis. You know who that is? Think, man, you wouldn't. Kim Davis, the former Kentucky County clerk who made national headlines for refusing to sign off on a same-sex marriage license. Oh, yeah, that lady. Yeah. She's been ordered to pay more than $260,000 in legal fees. Davis spent five days in jail in 2015 for refusing to carry out her duties. She was released after a judge ordered that marriage licenses be issued without her signature. This week, a legal judge ordered Davis to pay $260,000 in legal fees pertaining to her case. Last September, Davis was ordered to pay $100,000. So whether you disagree or agree with her, I mean, they're making it pretty tough for her to stand up for her rights and try to try to find a legal ground. If you, go, if you go and sue somebody for something really stupid, you don't have to pay any legal fees, right? Like this woman we talked about a while ago didn't like the shape of the Reese's peanut butter cups. 
She's looking for $5 million, mm-hmm. and she won't get it, but then she probably won't have to pay any legal fees either. So. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, pretty costly. Uh, the lawyers always get paid. The lawyers get paid. Oh, yeah. This is true. 818, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on K- <coughs> excuse me, KANSS. It's time for sports with Ted Woodward. Got a little basketball. It's January in Kansas. You got basketball. Yeah, getting at it in the new year. Kansas State playing its non-conference finale up in Manhattan last night. 9,100 fans on hand to see K-State take on Chicago State. K-State a big favorite going into this one, but that's not the way it played out. This was close all the way. In fact, K-State was behind in the second half, but did go on a run spanning halftime that kind of flipped the game from being behind to being ahead much, but at least K-State had the lead. You heard the game last night, 97-5 and 12:40 KFH. Looking for help and finds Cam Carter right wing. Now to Columba, middle of the floor. K-State with it. There's the lob and the throwdown. Cam Carter. He's got 17 on a perfect pass. A gorilla dunk, and that makes it 48-44. to K-State goes on to win it, 62-55. Not a blowout, but they did get the win. Now 10-3 on the season. Junior Cam Carter with 19 points and 7 rebounds. A double-double for another junior, Arthur Kaluma, 14 points and 13 rebounds. After the game, comments from K-State head coach Jerome Tang. We met most of all of our defensive numbers. The one number we didn't make was the turnovers, you know, and uh, that, that's more it's an offensive thing. And, uh, you know, we did a better job on the, on the glass, limited them to they only got four offensive rebounds. You know, and uh, so this has just been an emphasis, and we owned the paint, and so that was uh, – I'm proud of the steps we're making, and uh, conferences. This non-conference is over, and you know, ten and three, and now we move into conference. And uh, every game's a quad one game, and every game is a season. There you go, K State in the win column last night, finishing up the non-conference portion of the schedule. All right, college women's basketball tonight: Wichita State on the road at Rice, a top 100 team. Shocker women are already off to a one and zero start in conference play. This game is not being played on the campus at Rice. They're having problems with their facility, so they're going to play on the campus of the University of Houston tonight. Wichita State at Rice. Steve Strain will have live coverage of the Shocker women at 645 this evening, and that game is over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Philadelphia 76ers win at home, beat the Chicago Bulls 110-97. And a lot of local guys helping out the 76ers. We'll start out with, of note, another former Shocker has made it to the NBA. Ricky Council made it to the NBA last night, making his NBA debut with the Philadelphia 76ers. Ricky got in for six minutes. He missed a three-pointer. But now he is a member of the NBA. Got to play for the Sixers last night. And three former Kansas Jayhawks also played for Philadelphia last night. Starting at center, Joel Embiid. 31 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists, the seventh triple-double of his career. Also starting at guard, another Jayhawk, Kelly Oubre, 16 points, three steals, three assists, three rebounds, made three three three-pointers. And another Jayhawk, Marcus Morris, off the bench for two points and two rebounds. Like we said, the former shocker, Ricky Council, making his NBA debut in this one. The 76ers are in the number three spot in the Eastern Conference, and they've won three of their last four games. In the National Hockey League last night, the Edmonton Oilers win on home ice, beat the Philadelphia Flyers 5-2. Six wins in a row for Edmonton. They're just one point behind for a wildcard spot. Two former Wichita Thunder players in the game for Edmonton, starting at goalie. Stuart Skinner had 35 saves. 
And playing on defense, Vincent Descharnay had a couple of hits. Edmonton, six-game winning streak right now. A couple of former Thunder players helping the cause there. And a couple of birthdays today. Happy birthday to former Wichita Wings soccer goalie Chris Pete is 58 years old today. Played for the Wings for a decade, most of them in the 1990s. His jersey is retired by the Wings organization. New Jersey native, former Wings goalie Chris Pete. It's his birthday. He's 58 today. And a happy birthday to a great Shocker baseball star. Infielder Zach Sorensen is 47 today. He's in the top 12 all-time for the Shockers with a career 369 batting average. Wow. A career 369 <laughs> batting average. Made it to the big leagues. He's in the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame. He played for Team USA back in the 1990s. Great hitter. Zach Sorensen, former Shocker great. He is 47 today. Sports is brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center, providing detox, residential, and outpatient services for most insurances and veterans. Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they touch. 8.22 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean has some ideas to improve voting security. That's on the way with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTMobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 8.30 here on this Wednesday morning and a chilly 23 degrees. The Wichita City Council has passed a new ordinance that will impose fines on landlords convicted of retaliatory evictions. A landlord will have 30 days to file a written response to a complaint filed. If convicted, that person will face a fine of between $1,000 and $2,500. The conviction will be posted on the city's housing website for a period not to exceed two years. The council also passed an ordinance amendment that pertains to campaign finance rules. It will prohibit candidates in city elections and their political committees from accepting contributions from corporations or LLCs, whether the donor resides in or out of state. Consistent with state law, any person can contribute up to $500 to a candidate in city elections per election cycle. A violation is a misdemeanor with a fine not to exceed $2,500 and one year in jail. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Tuesday was the last official Wichita City Council meeting for Mayor Brandon Whipple and Council Members Brian Fry and Jeff Blubaugh. Council Member Becky Tuttle had these words for the outgoing trio. And in 1,462 days from today, it will be my last meeting on Wichita City Council on January 3rd of 2028. And I hope that I am as proud of myself as you all should be today. Whipple lost in the general election in November 
Fry is finishing his second and final term, while Blue Ball plans to run for a spot on the Sedgwick County Commission. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will adopt a legislative platform for the coming Kansas legislative session. Commission Chair Pete Meitzner shared some of the important issues for with KNSS News. The real hard work is during the session. Uh, they, they change pretty quickly. They can they can have an agenda item show up or get introduced. And you, the real work is to be flexible uh, and be available to go into Topeka and and testify at the committees that might be hearing an issue. Meissner commented during his weekly appearance on the Stephen Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. The Kansas court system is almost back to normal. Following a cyber attack this past October, 18th District Judge Jeff Goering says it will still take time for Sedgwick County to digitize all the information that has been taken down on paper. Now the challenge for the clerks is to upload all of those paper pleadings that we took in for the last, you know what, uh, three months or so. No information was lost and the online payment system has been restored. A federal appeals court says hospitals are not required to perform emergency abortions in Texas. After the Supreme Court overturned Roe, the Biden administration issued guidance to all states, saying that if an abortion would save a woman's life, then a hospital was required to perform one or be in violation of the 1986 Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act. Well, Texas sued, and the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals sided with Texas, finding that emergency law says hospitals have to stabilize a pregnant woman and her fetus. Not that there's an unqualified right for the pregnant woman to abort her child. The Ninth Circuit sided with the state of Idaho in a similar case, but said the state Supreme Court court already clarified Idaho's abortion law makes an exception to save the life of a mother. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Las Vegas has approved a new rule aimed at keeping crowds moving. Sin City apparently has a problem with pedestrian bottlenecks on the famed Las Vegas Strip. The Clark County Commission voted to prohibit people from stopping or standing on pedestrian bridges or near escalators, stairs, or elevators. In a city known for its anything-goes attitude, blocking foot traffic could result in a misdemeanor charge that could mean a fine or worse for some unlucky tourists. But local leaders are hoping to keep revelers moving up and down the strip. Tom Graham, Fox News. Out the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We can expect quiet weather across Wichita today and tomorrow, but things change by Thursday night. As the storm system lifts out of the panhandles, that will bring us some snowfall, potentially one to two inches over some areas through Friday. We are dealing with some widespread dense fog this morning. Today's high 42, tonight's low 27, Thursday back in the low 40s. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now a clear sky, sunny sky, 23 degrees, and a northwest wind at 6 miles per hour. Stephen Hill in the morning, KNSS, 851 here on the Wednesday morning. And uh, three big things. Three. Tuesday was the last Wichita City Council meeting for Mayor Brandon Whipple and Council Members Brian Fry and Jeff Bluebaugh. Two. City Council approved a new parking plan for downtown Wichita. One. Israeli forces say they've taken out a top Hamas leader with a drone strike. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. And right now, just continue to uh, watch out for slowdown southbound. On I-135, it's right there at K-96. We have a traffic accident. It's up there in the north junction where we've already got the road construction going on. And so 
Things still moving very, very slowly through that north junction again, especially southbound on I-135 right there at K96. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman and at 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Sunny today with a high of 43 degrees, mostly clear tonight. The overnight low, 26. And then on Thursday, partly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 42 degrees. Now a sunny sky, 23 degrees, and we have a northwest wind at 6 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. A mix closed on Wall Street yesterday. Trading is underway this morning, and the Dow is down by a bunch, down by 190 points right now. The S&P is off 25, and the NASDAQ is down 83 points. In local business news from the Wichita Business Journal, Schofield Honda has a new managing partner. A.J. Schofield succeeded his father, Roger, as managing partner of the group on New Year's Day. Roger Schofield has been part of the organization for nearly 40 years. He will continue as president, but does plan to reduce his hours. Schofield Honda, a 14-time Wichita Business Journal Best Places to Work nominee, and it's won the award three times. In 2015, it was named to Automotive News' 100 Best Dealerships to Work For. The company was on the Business Journal's Best Places to Work list last year. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers Canadian Growth Plans continue to push ahead to close out 2023. The Wichita-based fast casual chain recently announced the signing of a development agreement, its second in the country, with ZZA Hospitality to launch five new Freddy's restaurants in Alberta over the next five years. ZZA Hospitality owns and operates 11 Boston pizza franchise locations in Canada. Corporations and limited liability companies will no longer be able to donate to Wichita City Council candidates. The council approved a change during its final meeting of two years with a Democratic majority. Kansas law allows businesses and LLCs to donate up to $500 to local candidates in each election cycle. However, the council's action now supersedes the state law. Close vote, 4-3, to three, and it was all broken down by a party line. Democratic Mayor Brandon Whipple, Vice Mayor Mike Hoheisel, Council members Maggie Ballard and Brandon Johnson approved the change, but Republicans Brian Fry, Jeff Bluebaugh, and Becky Tuttle voted against. They also criticized the move to put the vote on yesterday's agenda by emergency declaration before a new council was installed next week. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. The U.S. Treasury has announced that the nation's gross national debt has surpassed $34 trillion. The record high comes after Republican lawmakers in the White House agreed to temporarily lift the nation's $31.4 trillion debt limit last year after the government ran up against its legal borrowing capacity and needed to implement extraordinary measures to avoid a default. No, there is no debt limit. They just keep raising it. $34 trillion. They don't care. It's a lot of money. I can't even comprehend how much money that is. I doubt if anybody can. Stephen's head of the morning here. And, I bet uh, the Chinese do. Yeah. Coming up here in uh, just a few minutes here on uh, KNSS, we got the Glenn Beck program. Hamas used Gaza Hospital as a command center. We're getting some very verification there. Top of the hour news this morning. Israeli forces kill Hamas leader in a drone strike. One of their leaders, that is. And if you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, Dana Lash, and news updates all day. Stephen's head of the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 